0: Now, as I said, one reason why you might be asking why denim jacket? I mean, look at it, look at the cut on this. Like it's tapered in, look at that. Look at that nice dark denim. It's a good cut, stylish. The problem is I now uh, bust out of the back of it. Uh, It's a little constrictive to my movement, unfortunately. So, I'm gonna have a replacement jacket And I'll be giving this away. Now, that typically means me going and dropping off at charity, but if anybody wants a size large, naked and famous, dark blue denim jacket, really high quality denim, it's yours and I'll send it to you. I won't charge you anything. You have a free denim jacket. It's very nice. But I can't, my shoulders in the back, like, look at it. Look at this. <laughs> like, I could just hulk out of the back of this thing. Uh, that w- This does not fit. <laughs> All right, dude, it's yours. Cheers. Uh, I will send it to you. Um, so it's it's yours. I'll uh, probably ship it out tomorrow, as a matter of fact. If you can, uh, send me your address again, and I will send it to you. Uh, you get a denim jacket. <clears throat> so hello to everybody else Hi, all hi Boston actress Boston actress survived her road trip um, Cat minecrafter wave says hello uh, No did not well at least I don't think so I should probably go check my porch I Should probably go back check my porch. Yes cat minecrafter. We are back in studio um, NH girl uh talks is talking about her landlord and so she's took me in off the streets five years ago without knowing who I am. It's man, that's very touching. And uh that's the sort of pay it forward, keep it forward type stuff, uh, you know, that's true that's true that's being a true pillar of your community, you know? You see people that kinda kinda need a, a leg up and you give them a leg up. <clears throat> um Boston Actress 32 has a Twitch now. Wait, didn't you always have a Twitch? Or no, you used to, uh, used to just stream on the YouTube thing, right? But now we, now we have Boston Actress up in here. It's great. Um, but yeah, Bill, I have to check the front porch. It wasn't there when I came home from the gym, but sometimes they do do late deliveries. And as you're talking about pouring yourself some mellow corn, as it so happens, I have my best love back. So I'm also going to be pouring some mellow corn. As a matter of fact, let's get on that. Oh, wait a minute. You mean like a tick twitch. Oh, I thought you meant like, I have a twitch. Like I'm going to do some streaming. No, you (laughs) Yeah, I saw you got a pair of bottles. I, I am interested to know what you think of your mellow corn. Mellow corn, this has been the first I've had of you in some time. So, cheers to you all. Let's have some laughs today. Today's going to be a little bit of a sillier episode. God, I love mellow corn. Damn it. I would recommend if you're going to get mellow corn, you probably want to do about two fingers of spirit to a finger, half a finger-ish of water. Uh don't forget that it is 100 proof that it is fairly strong. Uh so keep that in mind. But uh Black Cat says she hates twitches. I get mine in my eye, or like my eyelid, and then I look like a complete psycho because I'll be talking to people. I mean, it's like, yeah, hey, how's it going? No, I'm just here for my appointment. You're like, Jesus. Um, Minecrafter says, Did anyone who celebrate Easter have a good one, a good day yesterday, if you don't celebrate? I, don't, I can't speak to the rest of the folks in chat, but I had a beautiful day. The weather was fantastic. I was able to see my family. Uh, we had a nice dinner. It was super relaxing. It was very wholesome. It was like the perfect spring day. It was just absolutely beautiful. So I really had a nice time. It was very chill. Um, Boston Actress's dad told someone to shove it up their pie hole today, so that was exciting. Shove it up their pie hole? Not dick hole? Thought it would be in your pie hole, not up your pie hole. But you know, I I don't really think that matters a whole heck of a lot. So, also, peep this denim jacket, because this is the last time you're going to see this tailored, naked and famous, fit leather jacket. This is going to get a new home. and uh I'll well, have a new jacket coming soon. And uh I have uh, some other packages that I have to send out tomorrow. There's one that's a little bit of a sneaky surprise. Uh another one is going to go out to Dr. Perry Falls, uh, and then I have uh obviously this denim jacket to send out. So some fun stuff, some fun stuff. And <laughs> he's a real patient driver. Sounds like it. <laughs> Cat Minecrafter, how about you? Did you have a nice weekend? How about everybody else? Yesterday uh, was a little bit of a smaller crowd, which is okay. I feel like a lot of people uh, were out and about, which is fine. Uh, but it's good to see you all here again. And each girl says, very stylish. You like it. I love it. But the only problem is, I've been wearing these other jeans a lot. And outside of the double denim, because I feel like, honestly, with the dark denim and a black t-shirt, you look pretty, pretty slick. It's too tight. Um, it's really restrictive for me in the back and through the shoulders. Like I can, this isn't even very much, but like you can see the fabric is already strained. Um, and I'm just worried that I'm going to either hulk out of this and rip the sleeves or something, but it doesn't, uh, it doesn't fit as well as it did when I bought it a little bit. So, uh, yeah. It's not gonna work. Cat moved her cousins into the new house! Very sore but so happy. Did you use any of my moving tips? No? Yes? But man, uh, congratulations. Black Cat was tired and had to watch The Prophecy for Easter. Fantastic Christopher Walken movie. Uh, this, uh, is there a bad Christopher Walken movie? I don't think there's a bad Christopher Walken movie. Um, of course you did. Fantastic. Um, just another mass hole. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, I don't think he's made a bad movie. I'm curious to know now that he's potentially drinking it. Bill, what do you think of the mellow corn? Let's have a mellow corn party. The place I'm at now he, when I went back in and and asked him about it, because I bought the last two bottles, he goes, oh, there was another guy who used to buy this, and then he he stopped kind of coming in, but he's like, I always like that stuff. He's like, if you like it, I'm going to keep it stocked. I was like, fucking A, I like it. So he's got like 20 bottles on the shelf. So I'm not, I don't necessarily need to stock up, because now I have a mainline supply. So I can go back and get myself some delicious mellow corn anytime. But the topic of today's episode is twidiculous. And you know, every once in a while, a bit of water makes all the difference, otherwise it's really hot. Absolutely. That little bit of water, it's the same thing if you ever have scotch that's either super... Like, a lot of spirits that start to creep up near the 100 proof range you really want to add a little bit of water. And I'm not saying you have to add a ton, but you need to cut it with just a little bit to sort of mellow out a little bit of the alcohol bite and open up some of the flavors that are in the rest of the spirit. But a little bit of water, you know, I've, I've done shots, so like a shot glass. And so you put about that much water in it and then your regular shot. And man, we were we were having those shots and the guys are just like, my God, this stuff is so smooth. i like, it's a hundred proof. <laughs> They're like, what? It's like, yeah. And of course we all got goofball. But anyway, um, here's the other thing for this mellow corn. I know it's backwards. I don't feel like switching the camera. Oh, dude, you can't even see it. That's horseshit. $14.96. Very high priced stuff. Bill, what'd you pay? $17. a $15 fifth of whiskey that does not give you a hangover and does not feel like rot gut and it's an an incredible bargain Um, absolute incredible bargain I highly recommend it it's very under very underrated, underappreciated but like I said about two fingers of spirit to about a finger, half a finger of water that's about your gauge and you're fucking all set um, yeah, try it. Shit, tell him it cost 50 bucks and see what he says. He'll be like, no, it doesn't, fuck out of here. It's going a bottle and bond that's gonna be that expensive. <laughs> rot cut. you've never heard rot, rot cut before? <laughs> but the title of tonight's episode is Twidiculous. And so I'm going to switch the camera for just a moment to show something because the thing that I want to show is a little important. And pertinent to the rest of the conversation. Um, so, I po- a buddy of mine sent this picture to me this morning, and I thought it was funny. So, I posted it to Twitter. It says, Dear horror movie villains. And there's a picture of this nice woman in her little garden with her little muck boots and her little glovy gloves. And it says, <clears throat> Remember, when you bury a body, cover it with endangered plants so it's illegal to dig it up. Follow me for more gardening tips. Now, you look at this. This, is, <laughs> this has been liked a thousand times, retweeted 239 times. You look at the stats for this. Impressions, number of times people saw it, 38,000 times people engaged, 7,700. I think this is the most popular tweet I have ever tweeted, Ever. And what's ridiculous about that and a little bit sad is on days, I had a day where I was like, hey, on my stream tonight, free $60 video game. (laughs) Like, nobody showed up. Nobody showed up. Nobody retweeted it. Nobody said nothing. But a horror meme, a silly horror meme, that takes the bacon. Uh, so... What does this say about social media and Twitter in general? About just what a silly, you know, a lot of times we've talked about this before, whether it's harassment or whatever, that the serious conversations either tend towards outrage, which people apparently love, or goofy meme shit, which they also love, especially if it's got a genre hook, horror, something like that. I... I can't get that level of tra- of traction on <laughs> money giveaways. Uh, shit, nothing. Nothing I've ever said or put out on in there has become even close. And I think it's important to remember this as an example. Um, <laughs> oh, you've heard of the, uh, the liver check light? No, I love rot gut. I uh, mean, is that, what is this, some, some fucking rot gut. <clears throat> Especially, I'll say that occasionally when I go over to my dad, because my dad thinks, uh, like, he had a bottle of this stuff called Oldie Bourbon. It was literally called Oldie Bourbon. O-L-D-E Bourbon. Let's see, can I even find that? It's, I don't even know if it's... Oh my god. Well, come on. Uh, no, it's not any of this stuff. It literally was this bottle that just said Oldie Bourbon on it. I don't know who the hell made it or where he got it from, but it looked like it was about 7,000 years old in a shitty bottle with a disintegrating fucking cap on it. And so the one day when I went over there, I asked him, I was like, hey, uh, he goes, oh, you know, you, you want a drink or something? I was like, yeah, uh, you know, I'll just take a whiskey or whatever you got it. So he digs in his, he dicks in his cabinet. He digs his ca- he digs he digs his cabinet and pulls this bottle of this oldie bourbon out, and I said, "What the fuck is this rot gut?" Oh no, it's aged the- like aged in a glass bottle sitting in a shelf. That's not the same as like aging it in a barrel. That's not the way that it works. <laughs> Oh no, it's aged! No, that's just fucking old. There's a difference between the two things, father. <laughs> it might be that JW dan oldie bourbon, but I was looking at some pictures scrolling by really quick, and none of those looked like the bottle. Um <clears throat> Yeah, you see, sentiment. Stomach is okay, anger, outrage, anything between might be uh, engaged twice. Yeah, right. Uh, what about the bud muds? What are the bud muds? Oh, you thought it meant hangover? No, I mean, it's basically just that it's such a, it's such a cheap spirit that it's liable to give you ulcers or have impurities that will make you sick. And yeah, a little bit of it is the hangover because you're going to get, you're going to feel very nauseous and ill after drinking it if it's a crap spirit. But, um... (laughs) The old rot gut. And uh, to take that a little bit back again to the Twitter social media thing. There's been a huge amount of back and forth battles about some various communities. There's some people trying to hold on to some stuff that honestly I don't think they should be. And back and forth. And you look at some of these posts. And you look at some of these tweets. And they have massive amounts of traction retweets, favorites, all the rest of this stuff. But then you'll occasionally click and you look at somebody else's account and they'll be like, you know, have something that's fairly important or astute. And yeah, nobody pays attention. Nobody pays attention. Doesn't matter if it's man or woman or whatever. It doesn't matter. If there isn't some sort of preposterous either hilarity, memeage or anger outrage it really tends to just kind of fall by the wayside which I find is a little I don't want to say troublesome maybe frustrating um, Black cat says I know a couple of times we retweeted my blog with risque photos just to get people to notice yeah right oh when you're when you drink too much Budweiser and you know the crapper the next day yeah that, that they'll do it too. We used to call that the Blatz Shats because we used to drink a bunch of Blatz, and then you'd get fucking diarrhea. Um, (laughs) It also sort of goes into the Brown Bottle Flu if you've never heard of Brown Bottle Flu. That's another classic. Um, But yeah, I've I've tweeted out giveaways. Uh, We had the one major giveaway near the end of the year last year. uh, That was two hundred dollars. And, uh, yeah, like, nobody cared. (laughs) But a silly meme. Oh, shit. Sign me right up, son. So, anyway, I I don't want to (coughs) say keep an eye out for some of that stuff and engage, but I I feel like it's, I feel like it's important. Um, King Dinosaur, the fuck? Always drop in when you're talking about bodily functions. What does that say about you, sir? (laughs) You kind of wonder about the human race. Uh, I always have, to be honest. Plus there's the weird shadow banning thing. I'm damn near invisible if you're not following me. Yeah. Their algorithm likes to flush a lot of stuff like that. Um very bizarre, and of course they'll say that a lot of it are mistakes. I feel like that is probably a shit show of a mess that is also personally policed by people who are sitting there all day doing nothing but flipping switches and fucking around stuff. But, anyway, social media-wise, in terms of sharing things around like that, um, it is amazing. It is amazing, though, that something like that, so, I don't have a huge, I don't have a huge uh, following. But that's one of the first times that I personally have seen something like that, where that was done at, like, 9 in the morning, and you figure now like 40,000 plus whatever people have seen it. And can you imagine some of those like YouTube accounts? I mean, some of those YouTube accounts that have like millions of followers or whatever, uh, you know, some of these guys like, like I've talked about these videos before and they're a little silly ish. Maybe if you don't get it, but some of these ASMR broadcasters have millions of followers and they'll drop a video and you'll look at it and it'll be like posted 10 minutes ago. 572,000 views. What the fuck? We have King Dinosaur. Hi, everybody. Hi, King. King, look what I got. I got mellow corn back. I'm a mellow corn man. I feel like this is the standard nightcap drink, if I'm 100% honest. Oh my God, are my (laughs) fucking... My thighs are so incredibly sore. I'm sore fucking everywhere today. And I'm probably going to have to take this jacket off soon because I don't want to sweat. Um, but it's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous to think about the level of, uh, uh, visibility that some of that stuff gets when some of these accounts retweet stuff, you know, and, and man, it just goes off like dominoes. You know, you get, you get some accounts with fairly large followers that go through and boom, uh, it just, some shit just takes off and the other one's done. I've, I've had stuff that I thought was pretty funny or clever. For example, I had my last drive in neon sign. I have a custom made the last drive in neon sign that looks absolutely gorgeous. And, uh, I even had that <clears throat> sort of retweeted by geez. Some of the people that run the fucking show. And that didn't get anywhere near the amount of visibility that the silly meme did. So it's wild. It's a wild thing to sit and observe and think about. Um, King Dinosaur says, You're definitely at MCM. Man Crush Monday? Or are you talking about a mellow corn, man? (laughs) Because I'm both. I'm both. I gotta take this jacket off because I am starting to get hot down here. By the way, I switched off of the make me wear a hat. There's no more hat for right now. But there is wear sunglasses. Um, But Man Crush Monday also works. So if you've never heard of this brand, I'm going to hold this up. Uh, it's called Naked and Famous. They make some really, really high quality denim. Their jeans and all that stuff are really great. That's a terrible place to put that. Alright, you're going to have to go over here for now. Uh, but they make really high quality denim. Uh, both pants. Uh, I think some shirts, all sorts of stuff. Jackets. Uh... Really nice stuff. Um, You know, for the longest time I got into, I don't want to say cheap denim, like cheap jeans. Yeah, of course I talk to my jacket. Don't you talk to your jacket? I talk to inanimate objects all the time. (laughs) You do too. I was going to say, of all the people in here, you are be... Hi, jacket. Are you ready to get worn today? Oh, look at your sleeves. Slide my hand right in there. You're so nice. Thanks for keeping me warm and cozy. (laughs) Um, But I used to buy cheap jeans. It's not worth it. Don't buy cheap denim. Cheap denim sucks. Um, I very much am a fan of naked and famous and lucky. I am almost a... I've strayed away from them a few times and have always been disappointed. I am near a 100% Lucky Jeans convert. The slight amount of, I think, either spandex or elasticine, it's like 1% that they put in there, helps keep you from getting sag-ass. The denim's very high quality. It's all stitched really well. Uh, Nice, solid buttons and stuff on it. Uh, Just very high quality and... I have <coughs> this pair of jeans that basically now are my work jeans. I wear them every day during the week. I typically wash them. In a, and I know some people are like, Oh, you're not supposed to wash them! I wash them like twice a week. Uh, the big thing is don't dry your denim. Just hang it up to let it air dry. But stuff's fucking rock solid. And I've bought cheap jeans where they just get blown out and feel like you're wearing a fucking denim diaper. Fucking sag crotch and they look terrible the cut on them is whatever yeah the don't wash your denim is disgusting look I'm sorry I'm washing my fucking clothes unless unless you paid seven grand for that pair of jeans what the fuck like dude buy, just buy another pair of pants like okay at least hand wash them buy, so alright Let's go, let's go with this for a minute. We talked a little bit about some ridiculous Twitter stuff. Uh, King Dinosaur still has his rocker denim from high school. Slaves and collar are gone. I turned into a battle vest. That thing's older than some of the people on this stream, I bet. Dude, I want to see it. I want to see that. I want to see that. Black Cat says, yeah, plus how do you get it the nice color? Oh, you mean like the faded wear marks on it? Easy. You pay... Double the price to have them do that from the fucking factory. You're like an idiot. Man, just just wear them. And wear it out. And fucking don't treat them like they're dress slacks. It's a pair of denim jeans. But if you if you are of the group that says, Well, I don't want to throw these in the wash machine because they'll get stretched out and it ruins the stitch. Whatever. Okay, fine. So you know what? Get a laundry tub... Laundry, uh, you know, if you have a laundry sink in your house, whatever, then hand wash them. Use a little bit of woolite, uh, use a little bit of woolite detergent. Hand wash them. Just do a little bit of sort of a a scrunching sort of a motion. Rinse it out with some cool water and then hang it up to dry. Leave it alone. Done. At least then your pants aren't going to be growing goddamn science experiments. (laughs) Boss Hector says, correction, like a styled idiot. I I mean, I look at some of the pants people buy, I'm like, that just looks like somebody shot it with a shotgun. It looks terrible. It's not even, like, attractively worn. You know, and you get that nice, like... You get that, like, late 60s, early 70s, like, painter denim look where it's, like, super soft and faded. And, like, a lot of the cuffs have that just, like, sort of soft fuzz to them. Like, you know, that that shit looks fucking legit like you can't get that like the only way you get that is by repeated use and washing so buy high quality denim just fucking wash it raw denim salvaged denim but even if you're not going to get that just don't buy don't buy cheap stuff and and pay attention to weight that was the other thing that i didn't realize that yeah you want to look at the ounce of the jean i don't like heavy denim because i sweat a lot Now, if I was wearing them in a construction job and it was going to be cold, yeah, get heavier denim. And it's funny because Black Cat's saying, I still wish I had my old jeans almost completely made of patches. That's like my dad's pants. He just keeps patching them. And honestly, if you want to do something that's kind of neat, if you have an old pair of jeans that you're getting rid of, cut some squares out of it and just reinforce the inside of the knees on your jeans. Just use like a fabric adhesive and just reinforce your knees if you don't want your knees to get torn or blown out. Um, and then I have another craft tip that I kind of want to try, but I imagine I probably won't. But I'm hoping that when I say it, Wild Bill and or Kurgan, if he listens to this, will do a lem thup thup. Um, which is this. You guys ready? Well, it's good because you're going to have to wait because the podcast folks got to take a break and we'll be right back. So now we're talking about recycling projects. Uh, So if you check out paper bag floor, so Boston Actress, that was a neat thing to share, but it does look like you can take a variety of paper-esque materials, use a little bit of some glue, and you put that down on the floor and then you can stain it and use like a polyurethane coat and you have basically an indestructible floor. But that sort of goes a little bit along the lines of using the denim and the fiberglass with a lot of those resins and the urethane coats that you can buy. You can do some really neat stuff. I am not very do-it-yourself artistic. Like, I don't have a great aptitude for that, Um and so then Boston actress was talking about making an ottoman out of a tire, which I think is cool. And now she's getting down on herself, which makes me mad. Okay, enough about my lame DIY old lady stuff. I mean, it's not like you're talking about, like, Sanka and fucking... Got my reading glasses case. I made that out of an old pair of panties. Wait, wait, what? I made that out of a... I made that out of a... A Red Sox. I found a red sock because my brother... he. Put it in the laundry, (laughs) play the Will Ferrell on my rent money. I can't do that because if that's a registered clip, you'll get copyright struck. That's how fucking bonkers that shit is. But like, I think those projects are cool. I think that stuff is super cool. I don't think it's lame. And I actually wanted to, so I bought a, Black Cat, you're going to laugh at this. So here's a story. Actually, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to show these to you. I'll show these to you, but I'll talk so that podcast people, you still know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, So my dad, a long time ago, had these hilarious boots that he had where it looked like the soles of the boots were made out of tires. So he used to laugh about his tire tread boots. So then I was talking to a buddy of mine, his family owned like an interior uh, construction company. And they did like a lot of like restaurants. So it was a lot of, you know, they had like a shop and they would make different stuff, whatever out of it. And so I told them, I said, you know what you should do? You should start a small side business and you should take the side business. And what you should do is get old tires and basically find a way to resole and use old tires with some sort of cushion insole and resole shoes for like boots and shoes. So I went and I looked and there's this company and I'm going to read their little thing here out loud, but the company is called Soul Rebels and it's S-O-L-E. Get it? Bethlehem Tilahan Alemu founded Soul Rebels as a way to blend her Ethiopian community's creative artisan talents with the traditional Barbarossa, Barbaroso, sorry, Ethiopian recycled tire shoe. The result is uniquely original footwear driven by the ethos of ethical production, sustainable materials, and maximum comfort. Uh, so, they use recycled tires, and they basically make these shoes out of them. And honestly, I, I bought these, and my initial thing that I wanted them for was to basically just kind of wear them pseudo-barefoot. Part of that was because I bought them a little on the small side, but like I had a pair of these, A, they were super comfortable, B, they were incredibly fucking well-made, super heavy-duty stitching on these things, um, and the sole was made out of a fucking tire, and they were super unique looking, they were very comfortable, they were very flexible, they were super warm, but they were smelly, they were, they were smelly. My feet got really smelly. And I think it's because they're super warm and my feet sweat and I don't know what it was, but my feet got smelly. Yeah, they're really smelly. (laughs) But for $140, I mean, you can buy some piece of shit, Nike crapola made thing for $140. These things were clearly handmade. I mean, they, they were super, super high fucking quality. Um, and even if you didn't necessarily want to buy, like, boots, if you look at their sandals, their sandals are made with recycled tires on the soles as well. And I actually thought that something like this, you go, okay, it's $90 for sandals, but how much are some of the other high-end sandals? I mean, if you buy a pair of Bergenstocks, like, those are cheap. And it's a recycled tire sole. You gotta realize... How long does a tire last? Let's shoot low. Let's shoot low and say that that would last 20,000 miles. Yeah. Driving at 80 miles an hour or like you're just walking in it. Like, so if you're looking for something neat and for something different, I think these are pretty cool. I actually was really interested in some of these slip-ons, uh, kind of wanted to just get some of these slip-ons. And I thought that if they have them that are lined, I might get a pair of these moccasins like this for next year when wintertime comes around. And yeah, they have some pretty wild colors, but I actually kind of dig this plum purple, dude. I'm going to fucking, I'm not going to lie. And the customer service was excellent. Seriously, Soul Rubbles, uh, check it out. It's another case of a recycled material that honestly makes a very high quality, a very high quality product. So if you're looking for something to fuck around with, I know a lot of either junkyards or some of the, like there's a oil change place over here that just sells old used tires because here in Michigan, the roads fall apart and everybody's tires get fucking shredded to shit. So a lot of times people just buy or keep old tires around in case your tires get fucked up. But that might not, that might be an interesting project. Uh, Bill says you're going to be quite dead before those wear out. Yeah. I mean... Old rubber, mmm, sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you might like, I kind of want to try the fucking sandals. Like, even the, even the sandals for like dudes, right? Like, hey man, that's just a classic flip-flop sandal. Like, there's nothing about that that look li- like, you could get that, it'll probably, it'll probably never wear out, at least not the bottom. Uh, I think stuff like this is just super damn cool. And they have actually some pretty cool stuff looking for the, uh, for some of the women's shoes too. Like they had, what do they had? uh, I was looking at, it was one of my coworkers at the time. Uh, Yeah, like, I don't know. I think some of these are kind of cool. Like it's got kind of a converse look. There's kind of a a converse type toe cap to it. Uh, But they have like a whole bunch of styles right? Like even that has kind of a cool look. So I thought this was awesome. I think it's super cool that there's a community that's making this stuff. They're using materials that they have on hand. So they're using some recycling to kind of make a high quality product. Uh, like you say, when when I, when I got them, when I got the pair that I got, they really were handmade. Like you could tell that was not machine made. Uh, you just can't get something. I feel like that's that high-quality, stitched, mass-produced. Somebody had to run that on something and do it by hand. Very quality. So that's Soul Rebels, if you want to check those out. Uh, they call called Birkenstock Jesus Joggers. Oh, I always called them Jesus Cruisers. Those are my Chacos. Um, Bill says he'd pick up a pair of those. He's about due for a new pair of shoes. I'd say just watch the sizing. Maybe get them a little bigger. That was the only problem. The ones that I bought, they were very tight and... So I had to wear them without socks. And then, yeah, they just got hot. But I really want to try the sandals and the slip-ons. But dude, legit. I love stuff like that. It's again, I find that stuff so fascinating. Little craft projects and things you can make. I'm just not very good at it. But I saw that guy that made the denim handle out of the fiberglass resin. And I was blown away. I thought that looked so cool. So, that is going to be that. That's another hour-long nightcap. Can you believe how fast the hour goes when we're down here talking? Especially when you're drinking delicious Kentucky straight corn whiskey. I love this stuff, I'm telling you. Um, Black Cat made a lunchbox into a pocketbook in 1968. I glued a bunch of magazine clippings about laughing and shellacked it. Saved it for 50 years and sold it on eBay. Dude, Black Cat, you should make more stuff like that. That stuff's hot right now. But Make stuff like that, especially when you're around some of those old buildings. You could take pictures and and get some sort of print out of those and, like, make that stuff. That stuff's super cool. Well, unlike those beer can hats. Even if you can't sell it, uh, it's just neat. I love stuff like that. I find stuff like that to just be fascinating and kind of cool. I'd way rather buy something like that than something that's just, I hesitate to say fakely made, but I like stuff that's got a little bit of a personal touch. Black Cat says that she didn't plan on it, it just happened. That's fair, but now I'm saying plan on it and do it on purpose. You can make it an old smelly dead snakes or pig heads or crystals. What about finding like crystals and stuff like that? Some of that stuff you can do, even though it's just like, you can go to Harbor Freight, uh, Boston actress. I'll get to this in a second. You can go to Harbor Freight and you can buy oscillating tools or like the Dremel tools. Like you can buy stuff like that and basically use, uh, even just a fabric wheel and some toothpaste and you can polish stones and rocks like that and make some really cool stuff. Um, I just don't have very good artistic ability. Boston actress comments. Speaking of recycling, there was a place in Boston that was a restaurant that was recycled food from dumpsters. I'm not even kidding. Look it up. Not even kidding. I think it closed by the way. That reminds me of an old Norm McDonald joke. That's like secondhand smoke. Like, who wants to get like a second I mean, this is like, that's like a pork sandwich. Like, a pork sandwich is delicious, but a digested pork sandwich? That's just fucking shit. <laughs> oh. Used to have a polisher. BCP, I like it, so much competition. That's badass. There is a lot of competition, but you know, especially some of your biker, like, if you like biker guys, I feel like a lot of them like sort of older stuff like that. You could find old tool, like, a, a very another very neat thing. Now, you watch it, and a lot of them go, you know, you look at the video, and some of them, I was like, man, that's in bad shape. That takes a lot of work. But, like, old tool restoration, where some of it's just a matter of cleaning the rust off and, you know, sort of reshaping, refinishing it cleaning it up a little bit, and having something cool, you can make a lot of neat little things out of that, whether it's old cans or signs, you know, stuff that you can find in, in flea markets. I'd like to try and do that this summer. I'm hoping that this summer isn't ridiculously hot like last summer was. I'd like to try making some stuff like that in my garage and messing around with it, uh, especially with this motorcycle. I know that there's probably going to be a lot of garage sales of people trying to make some money selling some stuff, so... I'm going to try and cruise around and look, uh, just for some neat stuff like that. And who knows if I find cool stuff like that, I might just sell it and do, or just do giveaways here on the, on the show. So always keep an eye out for that. Um, but that's going to do it. That's it. That's the end of tonight's nightcap. The glass is empty. And so as we say at the end of all of these particular episodes, stay safe, keep the faith and all that good shit, I hope you're doing okay. Get yourself some sleep, get yourself some rest. Good night. Uh, oh, I know. I was talking about, uh, wait, you can act like a crochet. Does that count? No. I mean, you could buy one and then you could post a video of yourself looking like you're making it and they'd be like, I made this for you, that might. Black cat, you say you can't do anything useful, but you said you could sweep. I don't want to sweep. You can sweep the floor of the saloon. That's immensely useful. I don't like dirty. You see my house. It's like incredibly clean because I pay a housekeeper. But I used to do it myself, and I just am like, I don't want to have the time to do this. And it helps somebody out because she uses that money to help her kids go to school. Um, I was talking about an interesting project. And this is going to be, I feel like this is really neat. You ready? Write down these instructions. And this is a craft plan. Okay? You get some old denim. You get some denim, whether it's a pair of jeans or a jacket or whatever that you don't want. And you cut them into long strips. Let's just say about, I don't know, 10 centimeters long-ish maybe two to three inches wide. And you cut a bunch of strips. You'd probably want about 10 of them, maybe, depending. And then here's what you're going to do. You're going to get a plastic or metal little tray, like one of those little baking tins that you'd like, you know, like the disposable baking tins. 25 inches long. No, like, uh, like not even quite a foot that that'd be way too long. So you'd want to cut it to basically be like seven, eight inches by like two. <clears throat> and then what you're going to do is you're going to go to the hardware store and you're going to get some fiberglass resin. And you're going to use the fiberglass resin according to the instructions to make a resin material. And then you're going to use a plastic scraper and you're going to pour the resin on the denim and kind of squeegee that back and forth and you're going to keep and you're going to keep doing that. So you're going to continue to put the strips of denim on top of one another and continue to put this fiberglass resin and you're going to continue uh yeah, kind of like macartha and you're going to continue to do that until you've got it pretty thick. So you're going to get it so it's about like that thick. And then you're going to put that between two boards and then use some clamps clamp it down so that you've got it clamped really hard and then just let it sit for like a day. And what you'll get is you'll get this, you'll get this sort of fiberglass denim handle. Now I feel like hitting people with it. I mean, I don't know, maybe, but you can use it to replace it as handles. And if you take an oscillating tool or a sander, it actually gets almost like this Damascus looking texture to it. Because you get the patterns in the denim uh, from how it's pressed and from the fiberglass. It looks so fucking cool. Um, and I was watching a guy who was using that to uh, basically replace handles on old, uh, on old tools or knives. Uh, one of them actually used it to make uh, grips for a handgun. So he made these fiberglass denim grips for a handgun that looked awesome. And then he used this stuff called gator grip which looks a lot like cum with sand in it and you sort of brush it on the top of it when it dries it has this grit embedded in sort of this really hard lacquer and that stuff like i've put that on handles for mallets and hammers uh and yard tools and man you can get a grip on that like especially if you wear a glove Um, it's some of the best grip stuff you can buy. I believe, I I thought that was maybe an Irish, not Irish, uh, might be an Amish thing that was made in Pennsylvania, but it's really cool stuff. Um, but man, I saw this guy using this, this, uh, fiberglass resin and denim to basically make this handle. And it was one of the coolest things. It just looked so cool. Bill, what do you make yours out of? Um, you know, yeah, in terms of hitting people with it. I mean it'd be less time and trouble you could just go buy a baseball bat and it would be way better uh, I don't think that's it doesn't have the mass I mean if you're gonna like whip somebody in the back of the thighs or butt or the lower back like caning wise that might be good but it just doesn't have the mass it's one of those things where like, you'd hit somebody and then be like "Ow, fucking knock that off and then you would do it again and then they would just beat the shit out of you like you generally use cloth that's too light because you're looking for the colors you want, but it's still cotton. Yeah, you might want to try it with old denim. Like I say, the the mottled look that it gets is just so fucking cool. So anyone out there who's into craft sort of stuff, uh, that's kind of a neat idea. I I often forget of about just some of the honestly fun stuff that's just at the hardware store that you can buy. To be honest, let's play to play with, uh, just a fiberglass resin. I mean, it's just a fiberglass, basically liquid and you leave it out and dry it and do whatever you want. Um, <clears throat> so I thought that was pretty slick. I thought that looked uh, really cool and projects and stuff like that. Again, Sky was talking about this and he had it and you're looking like social media wise, he had like nothing. Like nobody gave a shit. Um, I think his what art, art artifly or something. The guy I have, he makes these custom knives. And he makes these gorgeous handmade knives, uh, knives. And like he doesn't really get a lot of traction. Granted, you go, well, yeah, like are you paying for promotions and all that stuff? Not really, but again, it's just silly that you can post a goofball meme and get a huge amount of traction. Meanwhile, there's people who are making these incredible projects, and putting all sorts of work uh, into things, and they get like nothing. (laughs) So it's just, yeah. Boston did an entire floor with paper bag, Elmer's glue, water, and then poly on it. It came out awesome, it looks like marble. What? Do you have any pictures of that? That actually sounds kind of cool. Actually, it sounds really slick. Um, I love sharing projects like that. If any of you have any projects or things like that that you make, and you either want to share some plans, bodies, dead snakes, snake skins, just snake. Imagine using the fiberglass resin on some snake skins that you pick up on the side of the road. Black Cat, can you go crawl around and find us some snake skins and then send them to Bill so Bill can make a snake skin well, I don't know what he would make out of it fiberglass snake skin stick <laughs> that's my problem Is I want to play with the stuff but then I'm like I don't know what to do with it right on the towel you can buy a sealer Wait a minute, right on the towel. Oh, a cane, snakeskin resin cane, snake cane. Oh my God, a snake cane would be amazing. Think about that. Oh, let's make this happen. <laughs> I bet I can find somebody but I gonna bring a snake bite kit. She's just like trying to go. Now I have this mental image of you cackling and chasing snakes around the Colorado Hills and just biting the shit out of you. Don't please don't do that. (laughs) You could make a snake sword cane. Oh, that'd be pretty legit. You could make the blade out of denim. And it was then that he was struck down with the most powerful weapon known to man. The denim blade. (laughs) The... Dude, I want a denim blade. Okay, wait. We're going to watch podcast, folks. I'm going to have you take another brief break because we're going to watch a YouTube video. Uh, I'll post it in the show notes. So check it out. We'll be right back.